Hello and welcome to the Patches and Podcast. My name is Dom, and yeah, um, it seems like it's just me again, guys. Uh, Hamish and Hugh unfortunately couldn't make it to this week's podcast, so it's just looking like it's going to be another wee solo one coming from your favourite uh, podcaster. You know, the MVP of the podcast, the one that holds everything together, the greatest man on planet Earth. I guess you know, no one's going to stop me from doing that. No one can stop me. You know, it's one of these, you know, situations that, you know, <clears throat> what up? <laughs> well, hello there. Hello. Uh, <laughs> hello, Angie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. What's uh, up? Uh, may I introduce, reintroduce a special guest for the podcast. Um, she's done the artwork for all the patches in Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch and just she couldn't stand you being by yourself on a Friday night (laughs) doing this podcast alone. I see that you brought yourself some wine. I brought well, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I may have had some. You may have had some. Yeah, Yeah. I I noticed that was like uh, those. It seems like a copious amount of bottles like trailing behind you. Copious is the word. Um, (laughs) A plethora, 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 a plethora. What one is it? I, you're asking the man that knows the English is his second language. His first language is nonsense. <laughs> How are you? I am uh, pretty good, pretty great. Uh, just you're not being, lonely. Anymore. I am not lonely anymore. I'm here. You're here. You're here to with wine. Ruin your day. <laughs> <laughs> you you would never ruin my day. Ah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. You can follow her at uh, on Instagram at Angustique uh, Graphique. Angustique dot dot graphique. Yes, you'll there's find a, there's a dot in there. There's a dot there. Yes, Angustique dot a period. Angustique period <laughs> graphique. Uh, That's me. Yes, uh, give her a drop or a wee follow. You also get the link on the bio as well. So thank you so much. Yeah. Like I was expecting to like okay, I wasn't expecting to get a plug on your um, Podbean. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen. I listen to the podcast. You do. Um, but thank you very much. Like, I'll take this opportunity to thank you. And you guys, like, all three of you have said some really nice things about you. So, um, yeah. about me and my work and stuff. It's very much appreciated. And even though I can be a bit silly and a bit, you know, whatever, whatever, <laughs> your viewers will make your mind up. <laughs> We're just but go- thank you. We, yeah, I think we do. I think you do fantastic work. And the boys also agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. If they were here, we'd say the exact same. Um, they have said that the next time we're all free, we can definitely have the three of us plus you. Um, well, I've floated the idea of doing yeah. podcasters versus non-casters and getting yeah. me and Jason on the non-casters <laughs> side. Oh, just be chaos. Like, you heard the last one that he was on. He was farting into mics and everything. I did, yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> you well, weren't happy, though. I was not happy about no. it. It's my mic, that's why. Mm-hmm. So, Angie, what have you been up to this week? Um, What have I been up to this week? I've been working a lot, but uh-huh. in my downtime... um. The only game I've really kind of dipped my toe in was The Witcher World Hunt. Oh, but right. here's okay. So here's the thing, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna do this dance okay. of what we've been up to and stuff. But I have to say, a lot of this similar. There'll be some overlap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we'll usually do like a little movie every week and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, up here, it's very much. You know, Disney Plus, Amazon, Netflix. Whereas at mind, it's like the DVD folders because I'm old school like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, but Ross 
Um, Friends of the podcast. Yeah, friend of the podcast. Um, introduced us to the Witcher World Hunt game. Yep. So it was interesting to see the similarities between that and the game. Yeah. Witcher World Hunt. Yeah, it was crazy because again. Did you get the reference? Because I, I split the price of the game with you. Did you get the reference that I sent you when I like transferred you money? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did like it. What it was. It was a, a toss a coin. Toss a coin. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty. <laughs> pretty smart gav another friend of the podcast has uh, got it's a, gavin gaming yep. yeah he's got a great remix that he sometimes plays his hype music on his channel yeah which it's is great yeah it's a uh, the toss a coin to your witcher remix uh where it's got the tv series uh theme mm-hmm. um but with henry cavill's uh little cameo bits where he's fuck fuck shit or mm, my pal in work like we were talking about this and i was like should i watch the witcher because he's been watching the walking dead and he's like have you seen it i'm like mm. no i know that's totally up my street but i haven't i haven't seen any of the walking dead mm-hmm. um to his surprise because i'm a big horror buff but yeah he was like i was like should i watch the witcher he's like if you like henry cavill saying fuck a lot <laughs> and i was like well i've never i've not seen henry cavill in anything that's have you not seen any of uh, Superman? Nope. No, right. No. Okay. Then yeah, you're definitely. I'm a DC seen. nerd, and because of that, I haven't seen any of the live action movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but he's a he's a big gamer, Henry Cavill. Like, there's a whole story. Is he? Yeah, like there's a whole story that he talks about when he got the role for Superman. Uh-huh. That he nearly missed the opportunity for a callback because he was too busy playing World of Warcraft. Isn't that so appropriate? Is that not? <laughs> Do you think if you're casting people? You would want that in a like a quality of an actor that you're pages back and sorry okay. oh, I don't yeah. know if you can hear that. She oh. did this last time I was on. I yeah, think she, she feels safe when I'm here. <laughs> Girls' night. Girls' night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the main thing that I've been doing media wise is I have been on the recommendation of my little brother, my wonderful little big brother. Mm. Um. <laughs> I have been binging The Office, the US Office. Yeah. I adore it. Yeah. I adore it. It's so easy to binge. Yeah. It's really easy. It's super easy. I've I've just gone and, and there's nine seasons on Netflix. I'm I've just started season eight. Well, that must be hard. So she said. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in Michael Scott mode. Yes. I'm in Michael Scott mode. But I adore it. I absolutely adore it. Like he um he um, have you ever had somebody who's recommended a show to you in such a way that you can't pass it up and it's not just this is so good this is amazing like you'll your life will be shit without it mm. they sum it up in such a way that you're just like i have to see this you're selling it to me so well he was like there's one episode that you just need to get to mm. and it's the fire safety episode that's i was like okay yeah. right because it's funny like so obviously me and my brother grew up together Mm-hmm. Um, I moved. Um, I moved away when I was eighteen, and it's and we've we've lived in separate places ever since. Um, but it's so funny, and it's usually at Christmas when um we meet up. You know, we see each other not just at Christmas. We see each other like a few times a year and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's funny because I think that's when I noticed it. I was like, it's our our TV show, um parallels have totally aligned mm-hmm. separately and completely individually from each other yeah well the distance that of no through like you know it's not from lack of communication or knowledge for it it's just that our you taste, recommend yeah our taste is really similar yeah so i was like you might like parks and rec and he's like you might like the office mm. um we're big big father the two of us are big father ted fans, fans yeah um 
and because I think he was also the one that recommended Auntie Donna. Oh my god, he was. Yeah, and it was a similar thing. It wasn't just he recommended it, going, "Oh, this show's amazing." He was like, "I cried," hmm. and I've never seen my brother cry laugh at anything. I was like, "This yeah. must be good." So I, I was like, my brother's, um recommended this dom i think we should watch it and we yeah. did and okay what did you think of annie oh i loved it i did as well <clears throat> i did as well i thought it was <laughs> yeah and i was like this sound this feels so familiar and then i realized that i'd seen bikey wars where they were talking about i'm a okay. bikey man from what i'm like yeah i was like that's Their little youtube it. clips yeah mm-hmm. so i was like oh my god i have seen them but i mean we even said we'll just watch a couple of episodes and we ended up watching the whole series we'll watch the whole yeah thing. we binged it in two over two nights i think I think I thought we did them one day. Because I think, like, I was like, I want this to last. Yes, do a not know it. You're longer. right. It was two days. But yeah, what? What? Because I remember was. exactly where I was. It was daytime. I remember exactly where I was when I saw um, Blair Buoyant for the first time. <laughs> Blair Buoyant. Blair Buoyant. Blair Buoyant. You don't um, forget that. You don't forget no, your first Blair Buoyant. No, so good. Um, so. So yeah, um, so you're on season eight of The Office, sorry? I've just started season eight. Mm. Um, what was it? Because, oh, we were, we were kind of chatting the other night. Yeah, the fire, he, he said to me, the fire drill episode is up there with the best things I've ever seen. I've rewatched <laughs> it six or seven times. <laughs> it is great. It is really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, but I get this sort of um, little death uh when something leaves your life and you kind of don't know what to do to replace it mm-hmm. or like fill that hole that's what she said um <laughs> and i think I, I i did this with breaking bad years ago i i was really really close to the end of the sea of um the whole thing i think i had just a few more seasons to go and i stopped because i was like i want to make this really last yeah. i don't want it to be over <laughs> and I've, I'm, I'm feeling that way about the office now I obviously I want to get to the end however I know I'm going to be sad when it's when yeah. it's over yeah so but that's been my thing I know a lot of people have already seen the office like I, I couldn't believe how old it was like I'm on season eight and I think that's set in the year 2011 mm. I can't believe how old it is because mm. it, it feels really fresh watching it from you know from the year you know Oh, from 2021, yeah. so t- something that's like uh, over a decade. It's basically. still really fresh. I think it's because like, you know, work environments in general don't change from that much from like yeah. businesses and like when uh-huh. they get bought over and then people merge and you have all these sort of... Int- it's the beauty in the mundane. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Or the relatability of the characters who are very much like, you know, they're not over the top. They're just... I always think in the office they play that quite... They play it quite real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll get Dwight doing these like crazy stuff, but then you know everyone Bears, knows. Yeah, beats. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Michael, <laughs> Michael. Because <laughs> you see, using the odd, the odd episode, haven't you? Yeah, I watched the odd episode. Um, just like sporadically, like I'll just like you know watch anything, but then I don't know there was like an overarching story. I'm like, all right, that's happened. There's uh, you know. Stephen Carell, Steve Carell, and they're all jumping about, and then other people are coming in and out, and I'm like, I guess this is just what it works like, and then you're like, no, no, there's an actual over story, over arcing story in most of the Ten percent of it is storyline. The rest, the ninety percent is shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans is so the right word to use. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be so sad when I finish it. Hmm. I really am. It's it's so easy to binge. Like there's um a YouTuber that I've been following for many years, um Julian Solomita. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, that's his favorite show, and he's like, "There's a weird comfort in that." And I was watching a a video of his where he's getting tattooed. Yeah. In his own house because it's during COVID time and stuff like that, but you know they all get tested. It's all very safe, but he's just sitting there getting his getting his arse tattooed, right. watching The Office. <laughs> he's like, "This is my safe space. <laughs> this is this is where I come to relax." I'm like, I, but I, I I sort of see that. It's yeah. um, it's I I can see why it's such a comfort show. Yeah, and again, um, it's so easy to watch. I mean, we've yeah. watched a few episodes just up here, just yeah, yeah just like just relaxing just like huh just like on a couple and you yeah then before you know it you've watched like five episodes mm-hmm. but they're so easy to digest 23 minutes each so yeah. they're like less than half an hour parks and rec i'm sure is longer per episode mm. um because i think that's the comparable show that came after the office but it took a lot of inspiration you can see that i watched parks and rec first yeah adore that show love that show and I think that was the weird trade-off between me and my brother. I was like, here's Parks and Rec. And he's like, oh, here's The yeah. Office. <laughs> um, we both watched It's Always Sunny, which is one of my favourite mm. shows ever. Mm. Um, but I came, again, I came to that party quite late. Yeah. Um, but I adore that show. But then you're glad with that because that show still is currently going. It is, well, yeah. Which is not a bad thing. I mean... It's not been time capsuled the way that The Office has. No. I think it's because of like how long it's been going on for as well the longest running american sitcom ever hmm. 14 seasons and counting and it's just been renewed they actually i follow a lot of them on instagram they actually hmm. took over the set of the office so where the office is filmed in philadelphia because they're yeah. both set in that state um they uh <laughs> it was um the cast of always sunny coming into where the dunder mifflin set is hmm. and tweeting Instagramming <laughs> Steve Carell and company going yeah. oh, well. Yeah, I guess it's happening now. <laughs> nothing's nothing's going on here anymore. So you know, <laughs> so they've taken over their set now. Weirdly, um, well, they're I think it's in production just now. The new season of Always Sunny. Yeah, because uh, like a few of the seasons, which is a show that hasn't aged well, and I mean that as a compliment because the jokes are really edgy in the yeah. first few seasons. Because like they had the whole thing I remember with uh, the sequel to Lethal Weapon as well, with like Charlie and um, like they were basically using blackface. Yeah, and like yeah, they, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and then people go like, "Well, why wasn't that?" And they went, "We did that, you know, when it was like the height of that, and people just ignored it, mm-hmm. and we don't understand why." And like, no one came after us. I'm like, "Well, I think it's because they did it in such a, you know, ridiculous circumstance. It's like, well, well of course, it's like you know, this is tongue in cheek for it as well." Yeah, but they've always, I mean, like they had the whole episode where it was like, what was the one? It was like D and was it D and uh, Charlie are both pretending to be disabled and fucking. <laughs> Yeah. Pick a uh, disability. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spin the wheel. Um, there was an episode where, and I'm just, I'm literally just, you know, remembering a, a script. So, <laughs> but there's, um, have you seen the Dumpster Baby episode? Yes. Yes, where they want to, um, <laughs> they decide to monetize a baby that they found in a dumpster. That in itself yeah. is ridiculous. They but want- then they learn that they will get more money if the baby's not Caucasian, so yeah. they give it a spray tan. Spray tan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, oh, but they're all, that's the thing. The whole thing with Always Sunny is there's not meant to be a likable character in it, mm. you're meant to hate them all. You're they're. There's no redeemable qualities. No. 
and that's sort of the weird sadistic charm in it, I suppose. Yeah. But oh, I don't know. They're just all they're amazing. all just assholes. Yeah, like, they are. A, they're supposed to be selfish, entitled assholes. Yeah. From Philadelphia. Yeah. From Philly. And Danny DeVito was awesome. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. Yeah. He wanted to be pure. <laughs> we actually said that in the last podcast for Hamish. He just wanted, wanted to be pure. <laughs> um, so, uh, how were you enjoying the Witcher mobile game? Um, crushing you. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's, I find it quite, like, it's strange because it's not the same as... I have no frame of reference, like, so, like, I have no frame of reference, you will have more frame of, you've seen the TV show, you've played the game more than me, yeah. like, this is... So, I would say, mechanically, yeah. it is by far one of the best adaptations of a mobile game, in first, first person, what you could do, like, again, you had a wee go of The Witcher on the Xbox... And I even said, like, how well they they integrated the magic as well as the fight mechanics were strong and uh, fast attacks with your yeah. blocking and countering. They seem and to I'm do that really well. glad you asked me that because I was sitting there stunned at how good they got it, how great the parallel was between the two. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And it's sure it's running off of Google Maps and it's like, not... Like, it's, it, was it Ross called it Witcher Mongo? Which Witcher I Mongo. was brilliant. Yeah, Witcher Mongo. Yeah. <laughs> um, my issue I have with it. Okay. It has the same problem with the Harry Potter game. Never played the Harry Potter game. The Harry Potter game was very much pushed in my work as the next Pokemon Go, which is a bad thing. You never compare any game to no. a previous game. That's like It going, wasn't Niantic that did it. Was it, it a different It was studio? Niantic. Was it? It really? was Niantic, yeah. So Wow. That, yeah, it was awful. Boring. What made it, uh, as someone who has no frame of reference, like I'm not a huge Harry Potter. I, I guess it doesn't matter if I'm a big Harry Potter fan or not. Like, mm. if a game's fun, people are gonna play it. Yeah. Um, especially something that involves like open worlds, you know, running about and doing, you know, whatever. But as someone with no frame of reference, like, what made it? What, okay, what made it crap? What made it good? What made it good? I'll give it because there's not many positives for it. The okay, this graphics will be quick. were yeah. <laughs> the graphics were pretty pretty good in game. The sounds, the music and the effects were just like uh, Harry Potter, you were expecting, like you know, the score to be quite orchestral, everything else, just like the the actual art of doing spells mm-hmm. was like a swiping mechanic. Like the Witcher. Yeah. But you had to do it in the exact pattern. If okay. you didn't have enough magic points, your magic spell failed and you would lose regardless. Okay. And then the same parallel with the Witcher is just demonetization for it. That's where I, I was like, this is this is disgusting. Pokemon doesn't of- have a pay to play. Well, okay, it does, but hmm. it's not as obvious as the Witcher. There's more grinding in the Witcher, I think. Yeah. The Witcher is like, here, by the way, you need a, a steel sword or a silver a sword. Silver you sword. need you need that. You have to pay. You have to go. But then again, like I've tried to do see the quests, and I'm always having difficulty trying to actually do the quests. It's funny. I think I think we're quite not critical, but I think you especially you can see the pitfall in something very quickly, mm. which is not a bad thing. You've been doing this a long time. You've been you know how many games have you completed on stream at least? You know. <laughs> um, so I think when we talk about stuff like that, we're quite, you know, 
you're quite aware yeah. of the manipulation. Aware is, is is the correct word. So I think when you asked me, what do you think of this? And I was like, I like it, but I think I'll be bored of it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll keep it for that long. Yeah. She says like, you know, double the level that you are. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the thing is about it, it's the, what I like about The Witcher, they've nailed a lot of it, like the creatures that are there. Yeah, you've taken the words right in my mouth. The monsters look amazing. Yeah. They look so good. Yeah. Have you ever, have you stuck any of them in AR yet? I have not, no. Ah, oh, it's good fun. Yeah. I had a succubus in my living room. We had a good time. <laughs> she had a good time. I had a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was losing life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, apart from that, anything else I've been up to this week? I'm gonna. Hmm. Huh? You you talk about movies. You could talk about TV shows. I think there's a movie that we watched together, which I'll let you talk about because I can jump in. Well, there was two movies we've seen together. Yeah, there'll be overlap. Yeah, I understand that when we're doing this together. I know you weren't expecting me to be here tonight, but here I am. <laughs> well, there you are, keeping like, you company. Yeah, we're dragging all the bottles through, like all that broken glass that's there. You know, I'm sorry. It's okay. Paige will clean up, won't you, Paige? Yeah, there she yeah, is. She's just sweeping up in there. Good girl. Yeah, she's so good. She's earning her keep. <laughs> keep yelling that she needs to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I get a lot of my media from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I don't know if this is going to be a trend setting moment or if this is just going to be an Angie's on the podcast. So what YouTube videos have I been watching this oh, week? Yeah. Um, there was a video that I saw a link to on somebody's Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, you know, anything that I can look away from my phone and still be as engaged as if I was, you know, that suits me because it means I can walk away from my phone and do stuff, but still be yeah. stimulated with ideas or entertainment or whatever is there anyone in particular that you listen to podcast wise you're like do you know what i can keep them on and just be no don't ask me that because that's just gonna make me sad it's <laughs> just gonna make me sad and you know exactly why you know exactly why because i introduce you to them and i i i will still it's it's jenna marbles and jillian hmm. their podcast if i'm feeling you know like i want to be if I want to lean into a sad mood, I'll stick on one of their podcasts. So, like, I, I completely get that because I'm currently re-listening to a lot of uh, Smodcast, the Kevin Smith and Scott Moser. Yeah. And, like, that's... It's great listening to them just talk about stuff that happened, like, years ago. So this is, like, the time... The where, problem with that is they get outdated very quickly. So that's what I feel... Like, because, again, Kevin Smith, generally, like, he's very much of a... I am about me, but he's not really... He tries not to be too self-indulgent, but, you know, every two seconds he talks about, well, I'm the guy that made clerks. Well, I'm the guy that made clerks. There was you a moment... get it, you're the guy that made clerks. Yeah, you can say that, but the the reason why I listen to it is because of Scott Mosier. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he's went on... He still does the, the Smodco stuff, uh-huh. and he still does the podcast, but he's not in it as much because he's doing a lot of better... Fi- he's doing lots more uh-huh. than Kevin Smith's ever done. He's made a movie... That nearly grossed a billion dollars. Which one was that? He uh, directed The Grinch, the no ben, uh, really? Benedict Cumberbatch version, the Illu- Illumination Studios, the guys that do Despicable Me, yeah, and, the, minions. And the Minions and stuff. So, out of curiosity, I did watch that movie. They go, mm-hmm. Scott Mosher directed this, really? When I watched it, I was like, okay, it's just a Grinch movie. 
when the Grinch drinks coffee. I guess that's they kind of <laughs> modernized it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that actually was not so bad. But that movie nearly made a billion off of a budget of 75, <sighs> which is insane. So having someone, you know, having him going, he's like, yeah, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, but he's so that's what he's like. He's such a chill guy where Kevin Smith's quite uh, very exaggerated what he says and very much like, oh, it's boring for it. But the old podcasts are where the ones I can remember when I felt like, oh man, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling like deflated. I'm just going to stick on these two two guys doing it's, Canadian accents and having a good time. It's the equivalent of comfort food, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jenna and Julian are, are that for me. Yeah. Um, but oh, that, that probably warrants a different conversation altogether. The whole Jenna Marbles thing. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. we won't we won't touch yeah. on that. Okay. Um, but so, what YouTube um, vid- uh, videos were you watching? So it's like the the one that really caught my attention this week, and this is the longest YouTube video I think I've ever watched. An hour and forty four minutes. Mm-hmm. that's long yeah. um, and I, I had to watch it over a couple of days and I say watch very loosely like I had it on the background because it was very it was very podcast friendly it was very easy just to listen to in the background but it was um, uh, the channel's H Bomber guy never heard of this guy before but he did a video called Vaccines A Measured Response mm-hmm. oh my god I won't get into anything political or <laughs> Well, especially when you smiling over there because you know what I'm like. Well, it's because like Hugh's not here, and Hugh would just you know, even if he agrees with you, he'd probably just argue you and go. And do you know what? I'm just going to say the opposite to see how you react. And Hamish would just be drunk. So I'm just yeah. like, I know exactly what the reaction would be. <laughs> but sorry, please continue. <laughs> um, put it this way: I I watch this video. I like to think of myself as quite. I'm. It's. I'm. I'm not going to say which way I lean, but um, okay, I'll. I'll come out I'm sure and what I'm about to say but uh okay put it this way I watched this video and I sent it to my mom afterwards like you know we're, we're quite good at sharing stuff like yeah podcasts and things like that that we both enjoy she sent me podcasts that I've ended up really liking and I've done the same and you know we have this nice back and forth of things that are inspiring us this week like my mom's a very creative woman yeah. she's very intelligent she likes to be you know she 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 likes good ideas and she likes to be stimulated with good ideas and it's lovely and I'm very much my mother's daughter that way and I sent her this and afterwards I sent her a message saying thank you for vaccinating me because um, a lot of this takes place in the in 1998 with the whole Andrew Wakefield wacky Andy um, thing mm-hmm. and it's a really amazing comprehensive it's comprehensive and concise but it's still an hour 44 minutes because every single detail is addressed and the guy's British. Um, so you're kind of at home that way. You know, there's something kind of comforting about a Brit doing something like this that, that reaches a lot of people. Yeah. And it just shows you at the end and a kind of, um, in the conclusion notes, it does show you like the effect of the UK, the UK in particular over the whole anti-vax movement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if you guys have show notes or anything, if you leave links to anything, but it's, I always try to stay educated. I don't like living in an echo chamber, so I will try and test and push morals and, um, you know, challenge things just to kind of secure how I feel about yeah the world. You know, the world's a scary place. Because like when you don't 
if you just have your own opinion, you're in that, again, as you said, that echo chamber where all you're hearing back is everything that you want to hear. Yeah, I don't think an echo chamber is a healthy place to be, which is why I don't have, I'm not a member of any Reddit communities or anything because I just don't think, hmm. you know, it's like sycophants, you know, people who are just going to tell you what you want to hear and yeah. vice versa. And you can feed into that too. But after watching this video, I've never felt more educated. I hmm. really haven't. Um, and... You yeah. went to uni. I went to uni, yeah. Yeah. And college twice. Yeah, see. You're very well educated, but you've never felt more educated. See, no, you got it, see. It's just, yeah. Um, So I'm going to check out more of his videos to see what else he's done videos on. And I think that's the thing. You've, there's something nice about finding a YouTuber that gets you excited about what else can this guy do? Yeah, what you else know? have they got? Yeah. yeah. Give me more. Give me, Give me fucking more of what you've got. I Please mean, and thank you. I'm going to hit subscribe. Yes. I'm going to like that video. I'm going to I never ring the bell. You don't ring the bell. Don't ring the bell. Right? I don't want my phone blown up with, okay, I'll get to you when I get to you. <laughs> All right, okay, <laughs> fine. So, so yeah, but I don't know. YouTube is, it, it, like I say, it's where I get a lot of my media from. Mm -hmm. So that's maybe not what I've been watching in the cinema this week or playing on the Xbox this week, but that's what I've been watching on YouTube this week. Yeah. So. There you go. H Bomber guy. Check him out. H Bomber guy. It's a great video. Okay. That's something we'll put down in the notes there as well. <laughs> what about yourself? What have you been up to this week? I have been up to a lot. I have finished uh, the Spider-Man remaster on PlayStation 5. And conclusion, the guys mm -hmm. aren't here to hear this. Uh, they aren't here to hear me. Tom Holland face. <sighs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's let, I'm going to. I'm just going to make it very clear before I say what I'm mm -hmm. going to say about this game. I have no problem with Tom Holland. I know. I have no issue with the guy. I don't have. Yeah. I don't. I think he's a. He's a good actor. Yeah. I think he's the best Spider-Man that we've had in movies. Yep. Because not because he's the best Peter Parker or the best Spider-Man. It's because he just nails both of them so close together. Yeah. Like. Tobey Maguire, I always thought was the best Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield, I always thought best was the best Spider-Man. Spider yeah. Where they both lacked, you know, in the opposite parts for it. Like, Tobey Maguire wasn't a great Spider-Man, but Andrew Garfield wasn't a great Peter Parker. He was too, he was too pretty and too... <sighs> was Tobey Maguire was quite odd. Like, it's, um, it's like, who was your James Bond? Like, hmm. who was your James Bond growing up? I think it was Pierce in, Brosnan. it was in, yeah, Pierce Brosnan was mine as well. Hmm. Um, I think I was in, the chat for one of your streams and mm -hmm. I was like who was everybody's Spider-Man? <laughs> is that the new <laughs> is that the new benchmark? Yeah. Because um, mine was um, Tobey Maguire mm -hmm. and we were talking about this the other the other day I think it was like we are talking about movies and when they came out and I was like I know for a fact that Spider-Man first one was the year I turned 12 because that was the first 12A mm -hmm. movie and because yeah. I remember like I remember feeling like I had a golden ticket because that was the year I turned 12. So I could go and see this movie legally. And I was like, mate. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> I'm like, Sam and Amy's uh, trilogies are, they are great. Three, there was one moment I can remember seeing it in the cinema where Spider-Man stood beside the American flag and it was blowing behind him. And I, I stood up and booed. <laughs> Literally stood up and booed and had uh, someone program. He's like, don't you, don't stop making a scene. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. But... <laughs> Good for I was passionate. I was very passionate about it. I was very passionate about the whole. What about that omelet scene in two, though? <laughs> Do you remember the omelet scene? The omelet it's, scene. Um, Is it not the cake? Franco and Mary Jane making. An oh, they were making. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a good scene. Was that in two? 
Yeah. Two or three. Two or three. Yeah. I remember that. I always thought it was about the cake bit when he was at the cafe. He's like, That's nice cake. And then, and then it cuts <laughs> away and you're like, what the fuck? It's yeah. Tolbert Foods. Pizza party. Pizza, pizza time. Pizza time. <laughs> pizza time. Before I go any further, I just want to make it very clear that I do not have a problem with Tom Holland. The climax of Spider-Man Remastered, the climax of Spider-Man PS4, Marvel's Spider-Man. Hmm? That's what she said. Oh, damn it. The ending of Marvel's Spider-Man, there we are, reworded it, was my favourite Spider-Man medium, uh, media from comics to TV shows to video games. I think it had the best storyline ever. Okay. Wow. That's quite uh The that's quite ending part of yep, the ending part of it made it like it the climax was perfect. It was a parallel between what Peter and Spider Man had been going through, through Uncle Ben all the way to Aunt May, what he had to do with like with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember when I played that on the PlayStation Four getting really upset by it, sitting Why? by, because of what was happening. So, did you see, you didn't see the stream, did you? No, listen, I saw bits. Did I, not, no, I no, no. back shift a lot, so yeah, yeah, I, I know you. I, know. I missed the odd stream, I'm sorry. So, okay. I know that, it's just... I missed, I missed, the, cl- I missed the climax. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. That's what she said. <laughs> for nothing. Um, yeah, no, I saw bits. Okay. Because so, I was in the certain going, black cat, black cat. Yeah. I meant, I meant just the, the final part. No, I didn't see so, any of that. Which I was upset at, by the way. Yeah. It I want to be supportive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be so supportive of you and your your you, projects. Your projects and your streams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I stayed through every fucking Sans fight, I'll tell you Oh, that. yeah, you fucking, yeah, Jesus, let's not All bring that up again. All nine hours of it. <laughs> anyway. So, the big climax is that you're putting away the Sinister Sticks. The Sinister Six, sorry. Yeah. You're putting it all of them away. Vulture and Yeah. So every ne- Negative Man, Vulture, Rhino, Electro, Shocker, and Dr. Octavius. Mm-hmm. So that's your Sinister Six. But obviously in the start of the game, you've seen Peter and Dr. Octavius were quite, they were quite pally. They were quite friendly. Like, you know, they've been working with each other for years. I dropped my wine lid. It went under the sofa. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. I have Continue. to stop because we have to stop the podcast. No, 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 no. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> um, is it right under there? I'm listening. Yeah, like I got it. <laughs> um, so they had this connection all the way through it. Like Peter was helping them try to change the world with prosthetics to help people that have lost limbs through wars, helping America, birth defects. They were basically trying to change the world. Yeah. But we also found out that Dr. Octavius uh, was actually wasting, his muscles were wasting away. So he, it was basically a race for him to oh, become. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's the game. Oh, that's him, sad. So that's the reason why he was he wanting. He was really into. Yeah, he was like, I've got an idea, Peter. Aww. So the, the problem was. Because they were buddy buddies at the start. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, all the way through the game, you, you see Peter making sure that he's, you know, he's trying to stop Herman, um, Herman Lee. Trying to stop... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> through the fire and the yeah. <laughs> Trying to stop Lee from destroying the city by releasing releasing this virus, which was very close to home for a lot of yeah. people because they had to have a pandemic in the middle this of is, uh, New York. This is why Falcon and the Winter Soldier apparently abandoned half a script halfway through. You yeah. see that? Yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it was called Devil's Breath. Mm-hmm. Which was like, uh, so 
it was it turns out devil's breath was actually supposed to be a cure okay but the way it was manipulated was it ended up it was like you know not helping out what it was supposed to do because you find out also why harry osborne mm-hmm. peter and uh, mary jane's pal osborne's son he says he's away on a trip to europe but you find out that He's actually not. He's been dying of this hereditary disease that his mum had had. Fucking hell. Yeah, so there's a lot of heavy moments that happen near the end of the game and you're like, what the fuck? So Devil's Breath was supposed to be an antidote to what Harry's genetics uh, he got from his mum. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was like, this was this is why it was a dirty secret for the Osborne Corporation. Anyway, so this is a lot going into the climax of the game. So you can understand why, a lot, like, why I was really invested into it. And there's a, there's a great scene. That once you beat Doctor Octavius, it's Peter. You know, he knows. He knows Spider Man is Peter Parker. Yeah, he's like, hey, buddy, I don't want to do this. So, so because of what happened with the like with uh, the technology with the arms, um, what it messes all eight of them. (laughs) You think you catch my drift? (laughs) What happened was uh, the part. Sorry, I heard a joke this week. You have a joke this week? <laughs> sorry, it just reminded me of that. I'm so sorry because you're, <laughs> you're having this like really <laughs> emotionally driven moment and I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this stupid joker. There's like, there's a cat and an octopus in a knife fight uh-huh. and the octopus has a knife in each arm mm-hmm. and it's like pointing all of them at the cat and the cat goes, you're one short. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I'll never get an opportunity like that again. Sorry. Like, oh yeah, that reminds me of this fucking stupid fucking joke. <laughs> so. So anyway. Yeah, he's with Herman Lee. He's with Herman Lee. Mm-hmm. No, no, he's with Doctor Octavius, <laughs> Doc Ock, and the climax part of it is that uh, the process on the back of Doc Ock's brain goes haywire, um, and that's what causes him to get over emotional, get angry, change in personality. Make him go bananas. Yeah, but it gives him the ability to control the arms. Okay. So Peter knows it's like this is the that's only way the, that's going to stop him. That's the classic comic book trade-off. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like with great power. Comes, oh, mate. Yeah. So Peter obviously knows that's his weakness. Builds a Spider-Man suit to go against Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. And hits the disruptor away from him so he can't use his arms uh, can't use the mechanical arms the whole scene there obviously as I said Doctor do you need o- to insert spoilers at all nah the game, no. the game is quite old so it's okay so during this during this moment you you find out that Aunt May or just before this happens you find out Aunt May has caught the virus she and got, she's dying she got the vid yeah she got the vid she got the the she devil's got the Rona. she got <laughs> she got vid man <laughs> um so, Peter, obviously, with Doc Ock having the, the cure for it, the only cure for it, Peter's like, I've got to stop him. Yeah. He's like, he's the only person that's got this. So, so there's a, there is a scene. There's a scene where he's just beating them. Obviously, Doc Ock knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah. And he's talking to Peter. And he, they're like, come on, it's me. It's me. You know, like I just you need help. You know me, man. Yeah. And the you emotion. Would, you know I wouldn't do this unless I had a good reason, man. <laughs> the, the emotion that the actors portray in both parts Doc Ock and Peter Parker is astounding. I remember sitting just like, "Oh my god, this is this is brilliant. This is like amazing." And then the like the rest of the cutscene goes on for about twenty minutes, and it's the end end part of the game. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what happens with the serum? Does Aunt May survive? What happens to New York after it? Mm-hmm. It's like you're like, it's very emotionally driven. You're like, "Fuck, this is heavy." I like it. It reminds me a little bit. Um, I uh. 
it's you I mean you you stream you've been doing all this very publicly mm-hmm. and I don't know like I'm quite an emotionally driven person did that feel like quite a private moment to you like do you know what I mean like private in the sense of like you know I need to be I, I can't have a chat popping off talking about bullshit <laughs> trying to feel man I'm trying to feel you know so okay if this was <laughs> the original PlayStation 4, uh-huh. Peter Parker face, then I'd wholly agree going, I can't watch this. Oh, Tom Holland no. face fucking ruined the ending. Did that just, ru- yeah. It wasn't the fact that it was Tom that Holland's sucks. face. The emotion that they had for the actor that was doing uh, Peter Parker in the original game was completely taken out and it looked like, it looked like the, the model that they had pulled his face back yeah. So all the emotion that the original actor portrayed, it looked like he didn't care. Do you do you feel happy that uh, you you played the game before, right? Yes, I can. I platinumed the game before. Do you are you not so glad that you had that pre-game insurance there? Yes, I like immediately. I sent the YouTube link to a few people. Yeah. I sent it to my pal Greeny and Nicola. Have. Shout out to Greeny and Nicola because I know Greeny got upset that I shouted out to Nicola the last time and not to him. <gasps> Shout out to Greeny. Yeah, we are. And Nicola. Yeah. That I says, you guys, you guys need to just watch this yeah. and tell me, yeah. like, this is like a different. It's not going to be 60 frames per second. It's not going to be the high res for it. But the emotion that you have for with what Peter, it's worth. Like, yeah. this is how it's like, this is how it should have been yeah. done. And it's, it's so frustrating because, again, that game, as I said, was my favorite. This was my favorite Spider Man medium. Of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Until, um, Enter the Spider-Verse. Yeah, great movie that you showed me, which I'm so thankful for. That was <laughs> brilliant. I've not had a, um, I've not had a, <laughs> I really reacted to the, to- usually I'll sit through films quite quietly and, you know, hmm. apart from Rachel Weiss when she shows up, I'm like, Dom, you don't listen. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. That was covered in the last one. That was covered in the last one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I owned up to that. You did? No, you did. I did. That's the thing, like, it's, it's quiet in a cinema. I'm just like, I know I'm saying this to you. I don't know if you're able to respond, but I've, I've like, he knows. I've told him that's fine. How do you do this? I'll tell you this. Like, I know, I, it was through Marvel that I recognized how far that deep space, um, it was through Marvel I recognized how far that deep fake technology had come. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched was it? It was Ant Man. Mm-hmm. So I watched Ant Man years ago with with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um and Michael Douglas? Is it Michael Douglas? Yep. So he comes on like I, I at the time I've sent over lockdown I watched a lot of Marvel stuff. Yeah. As you know, we went and saw Black Widow together, yep. loved it, really, really liked the James Bond style of it, really, really adored that. That was cool. Really into that movie. More than I thought I would be. Yep. Very happy about. So Let's go back a few years to when I saw Ant-Man. Um, I remember sitting there, kind of clueless, because I don't know all the backstory. At the time, I didn't know all the backstories and the whole, like, yeah. how everything was connected. And obviously, a young Michael Douglas comes on screen. And I turn to the person I'm watching the movie with, and I go, is that Michael Douglas? And they go, yeah. And I'm like, he looks amazing <laughs> for his age. <laughs> <laughs> just was like, anyway. And then it goes to the present day and I'm like, oh right, okay. How okay. good is it? How good is it though? 
Like, that's how good it was. Scary. I was like, oh my God, he looks fucking, has he had work done? Like, he looks fantastic. He can, looks fucking. <laughs> I can, I can imagine. And then immediately at the next yeah. scene going, oh, oh, oh okay. Do you know, my favorite deep fake of that is a, uh, Robert Downey Jr. I think yeah, it's in the was, Civil yeah. War, is it yeah. that when they have like the, the scene that was like yeah because again insane because they had such they have such good reference for uh, Michael Douglas as well as yeah. Robert Downey Jr. because they've acted for so long yeah that they can go oh, I know exactly what he looked like and then it's scary it's no it's terrifying to the point where I was like has mm. he had Botox like what's what's yeah what's know? what's the script yeah so yeah. It felt like a bit of a letdown for the Spider-Man ending, and I wish that people got to see the original one over it. But I wonder if you could deep fake it you and put could. just random, or you could do what you did and just go back on the original YouTube videos and just watch that. What What the thing that the, it upsets me though? I know that Miles Morales has Tom Holland face Peter Parker in it, mm-hmm. and I know from the next game onwards it will probably still have Tom Holland face, which I, I'm I hoping. Why they did that? Why? Oh, money. Oh, money. Really? Yeah, but it's Sony. not even him voicing it. No, uh, but it's uh, Sony owns it. Sony's like, well, we own this, so we're going to put our Spider-Man everywhere because we own it, right. which is a very childish thing. they owned thing. Garfield and they owned... Did they own Maguire? Uh, yes. So what's what's the point? I feel I see the point here. Oh, the point is just to basically go, how can we get more people to come in and buy this game? Ah, but, it but it's a game, though. Yeah, it's a game that's been out for a couple of years and it was for a console that was only been out for a couple of months at the time. It's um. It's, again, yeah. the, the excuse it, it, like like I I completely get. I've never experienced that myself in a game where it's taken me out of the experience. But I think it it's a testament to how emotionally, um, strong the investment is with you and the game. That's what I was saying earlier about like it being quite a private moment and like mm. you know this is really fucking tugging on my heartstrings or whatever. Um, it's not very often that that comes along. Like I remember years ago, I was playing. Life is Strange Before the Storm. Mm-hmm. And I was so... I played the first one. I loved it. I played I played through it twice. Mm-hmm. And it's a long game. Yeah. It's a long game. And I did Before the Storm. And... Have you played it? Uh, no. I right. played the played the first one. I won't give away the ending. Yeah. But basically, the ending, you're met with this like total ultimatum. And... It's a sort of David Cage thing where you can watch a lot of it like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you can pour yourself... You can make a coffee. You can sit... There's a lot of dialogue, basically, is what yeah, I'm saying. You a lot of talking. You, you can put the controller away. If running out of batteries, don't care. That's fine. You can sit there. Um, and I remember the kind of ending of Before the Storm. You're met with this total big decision. And I'm sitting there with a controller. You know, dead batteries. Cold coffee been watching a cutscene for what feels like 10 15 minutes yeah and a metal gear you're met with this was that a metal gear cutscene um and then you're met with this you know you're watching this character say well what would what, you do yeah. and i'm sitting there completely invested going god what would i do <laughs> and then <laughs> the y button and the x button pop up on screen saying what do you do and i'm like oh fuck i didn't even make this decision oh no i have no idea <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but it shows you how much you got invested into that game exactly um and it's a shame that tom 
Tom Holland face took you out with that. I'm very I, sorry for. But I mean, again, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't ruin it that much. I think it's just because, it, from my experience of replaying it, unfortunately, it does because it just doesn't. The voice doesn't suit the face. But at the same time, I'm happy that you did because otherwise, you would have never had that experience. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I just want other people like to know that the I felt the original one was better, and it's not through a biasness of through rose tinted glasses. The game has only been out for. Well, it was out in 2018. It was the tail end. Of, I think the PlayStation 4 Pro had came out. Cause it I remember was a it, launch it, title, I'm sure. No, no, not? no, no. It wasn't a launch title for the, the Pro. It was uh, uh, it came out with the special edition red Spider-Man logo so on the PlayStation. So it was a relaunch title. It, for the PlayStation 5, yeah. It, became, it was a remastered uh, version that came out for Miles Morales, mm-hmm. which is a PS5 exclusive. Um, so that's what you've been doing with your so that's what I've been playing I've also been playing The Witcher as well um, on the mobile which is which is fun I've been playing thank some you, <laughs> thank you thank you Ross <laughs> uh, I have um, been playing Final Fantasy 10 still on the Xbox uh, I've not really put too much time into it uh, I keep falling in and out I really want to start another Final Fantasy game but I'm like <sighs> that was the first one I played originally Final Fantasy 10 yeah yeah that's great the remastered Return to Zanarkand? Yes. Yeah. The remastered soundtrack is amazing. I remember um see this okay, this is when we get into couples territory. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, hold on, I'm sitting I'm sitting up now. Cause I know you usually do this podcast with your buddies and that's fine. A couple of blokes. Yeah. Okay. A couple of guys. A couple of guys. Like dudes. Like men. But I remember um specifically that moment where we were going through like the past games and stuff like that and mm-hmm. like and I was like oh my god like Lulu was just it for me she was brilliant <laughs> like that game was amazing for me and then you hit download and I was like oh that's so sweet he's downloading it so I can play it and then I listened to last week's podcast and I'm like he's uh doing this for him that's fine uh, <laughs> Hey, that's typical me reading more into stuff than what it actually is, you know. It was again. It came on on Game Pass. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like you know, I paid for half The Witcher, and I was <laughs> like, I saw Final Fantasy Ten. I was like, okay, I could, I could, I could play this. Yeah, well, you could play. But it. You played it. <laughs> I mean, which you, you're allowed to do yeah, still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, I was lied to. <laughs> I was lied to by someone oh. of this podcast. No, just because I thought you were going to go in a, <laughs> a normal direction, but I didn't expect you to be so that dramatic there. <laughs> I didn't expect you to be so dramatic. Yes. What is up? I was. What's up? I was lied to. Do you need more um, alcohol, Jack Daniels? No, yeah. no, I'm I'm okay. But oh, really? I would I would like. <laughs> I would like to take this time that I was lied to on this podcast by a certain member of the podcast who turned around and told me that Space Jam New Legacy was a good movie. No, I think you should out them, and if it was really bad, you should dox them. <laughs> they, they know who they are. Oh, if you've listened to podcasts, I don't. Oh, it was Hamish. <laughs> Hamish. So, the reason... So, cinemas open back up, and I do like going to the cinema. I enjoy seeing the movies on the big screen. We, I like the experience. Black Widow. Yeah, we had a lot of fun when yeah. we seen that. We that was great. Yeah, great experience, great movie, great cast, great soundtrack. Awesome. Now, this feels 
bizarre because what that's what I'm going to say. That I think I was even saying you know, I was alluding to this when I was. Just I don't know alluding. what you're ever alluding to I, until you get there. Yeah. So that's when it comes to said. when. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she didn't So there are uh, Warner Brothers are a big franchise, huge franchise that has so much Friends. content. Yeah, it's got Friends. so much, so much content, and it has DC. Has all these things that it could possibly use. Has Space Jam. Has Space Jam. Because Looney Tunes, they have that. Yeah. They also have a movie, a little, a little movie that came out as well. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Okay. Suicide Squad, the original one they did was dog shit. Um, can confirm you're speaking to the right person. The best thing about that movie is when it ended. Was the soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, but the soundtrack was all spaced off in the first 10 minutes. But, okay. <laughs> I'm on your side. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, the I'm, soundtrack was the best thing about that movie. Yes, I agree. I agree. But, but it was used in the first 10 minutes, the soundtrack, mm-hmm. which was infuriating. Doesn't matter. Best thing. But yeah, I see your point. So... Wait, the, wait, 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 dumb, 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 dumb. Did you see the Suicide Squad? I seen the Suicide Squad. Oh! So the reason why what I'm bringing happened? this up. So what, what I'm bringing this up for, because it just shows you the same company could be making a billion dollar idea at the same time with unknown characters making one of the best visually interesting, funny movies in the last five years, ten years, mm-hmm. say something that's not Marvel. Okay. But at the Wait, same, are you talk about the Suicide well, Squad or Space Jam. Maybe? Oh, see, this is this is the point. I was <laughs> okay. I wouldn't do that. Sorry. So yeah, it's really bizarre to have a company that has one that's doing all this crazy direction with a new cast or a bunch of nobodies. To then having the license IP of basically basically everything the Warner Brothers and doing jack shit with it. Jack so, shit, really? Jack shit with it. Do I you didn't, know? I didn't feel this movie got a lot of promo. I have to say, it was like, oh, you know, you see it on the side of a bus, all of a sudden you're like, oh, they. Oh. Are you talking about the Suicide Squad or Space Jam? I'm talking. Oh, I'm obviously talking about the Suicide Squad. <clears throat> so, I think. Th- that the Suicide Squad, with the help of James Gunn, has basically revamped. You saw both. Yes, I've seen right, both. Okay, okay. <clears throat> with the help of James Gunn, who famously has done loads of movies for Marvel, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously his biggest one, taking a bunch of fucking nobodies, yeah, and making them top tier Marvel. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's just done the exact same for the Suicide Squad. Every single person that's in this movie had a great role to play. In the first 10 minutes, you're pissing yourself laughing. Mm-hmm. Had style. Mm-hmm. Had one of the greatest intros that I've seen in a movie. Wow. Okay. Uh, comedic timing. Serious moments. Great music because it's James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Anything he does with that is always great. Uh, and yeah, a bunch of characters that you're just like, Suicide Squad, obviously what's going to happen in this movie. Oh, a bunch of them die. What? Yeah, a Suicide Squad movie, a movie about people that are like you know putting weird situations that they're you know they're part of a squad they're going to just get sent to die, rather than in the first ten minutes. 
Yeah. That hardly seems fair. But that's that's how the Suicide Squad works. That's what's it supposed to be. What the fuck? <clears throat> the premise of the movie is they're, uh, they're sent to do basically impossible jobs, but if yeah. they manage to do the job, they get to survive. Yeah. And they get their freedom or they get years taken off of their prison sentences. That's the idea of the Suicide Squad. Do they still have the collars? No, they don't have the Scottish usual injections to put in the back of their neck and then that's what blows up their head. I like interjection here, but I yes. remember watching Suicide Squad, like the first one, mm-hmm. and getting so upset with that movie that I had to watch um, Assault on Arkham afterwards, immediately <laughs> afterwards. And I was like, that's a better representation. So, I, I feel. Have you seen Assault on Arkham? Um, is that the one with the owls? It's it's the animated yeah. one. With the owl, the owl fan, uh, fan, not the House of Owls, what are they called? I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I don't think remember. it's the same one. But it's so, like, Joker's in a cell and there's a <clears throat> moment between him and Harley. And... No, I don't think I've seen that one. That's okay, good. that's what we're doing after this podcast. We're watching this. <laughs> so we're, it's like 45 minutes, It's um, but it's good though. Hmm. It's good. That's what I watched after watching the Suicide Squad because, well, Suicide Squad. Because now a the, it's like Wolverine and the Wolverine. They're yeah. two completely different movies. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like it is basically a soft reboot, but still a sequel because it's kind of got this. It's got the same characters. Was it pointless, or did it have something to say that Suicide Squad didn't? Um, it made Margaret Robbie a much better Harley Margot. Quinn. Margot Robbie, sorry, Margot Robbie. <clears throat> Margot Robbie a much better Harley Quinn. I mean. Fair enough, like like her, and she got her own movie with Birds she, of Prey. Yeah, and it's that's pretty, that's pretty good. I actually thought it was like a lot of people were shitting on it because they're like, it's just a female. The Deadpool. cinematography was good. I remember, um, like even the, the scene where she's talking about the perfect breakfast sandwich mm. was done, gorgeously. Yeah, I've never seen a sandwich play the part of a character that you care about <laughs> so much. <laughs> so that do you know what I mean but yeah but I felt that she got was kinda, that James Gunn too no that okay. wasn't James Gunn but it was a, I think it was a female director of camp for the life of me can't remember what her name was shocker but, <sighs> but basically it got typecast as like it's just Deadpool but with girls and I think that's kind of unfair for it you know uh, you know you had like a good, a good couple of roles there a good couple of um, jokes that were in there but also gave her that you know I felt that in the first Suicide Squad movie she was shit she was just basically TNA tits and ass she was she was a yeah yeah and that was it yeah. and it's not fair because like she is a phenomenal actor she is she really is like she is. Wolf of Wall Street I felt she was fucking I amazing I felt like this that. was um, a degrading role compared to things like Wolf of Wall Street and I told you, have you seen that? The whole ice skating no. one? That's a great one. Honestly, that's oh, that's a great movie. It was basically about the whole uh, uh, ice skating one with like the Olympian getting her... The, remember the, the, the back and the knee damaged them so they can't yeah. skate? She's fucking brilliant in that. Was it Blades of Glory parodied that? <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she is, she is great in this movie. Good. MVP in this movie? Yeah. Will I Smith. Think, <laughs> he's the no VP because he didn't okay. fucking show up okay. what a fucking asshole as well if the if it's true what came out after the Suicide Squad where he was like oh we're making a sequel I'm not going to appear in it but if the third one comes out yeah I'll appear in that and you open that bottle of wine is this the first podcast where there's been no sparks 
I think so. Lovely. Continue. Yes. So MVP of the movie. I might shock people by saying this. Might not shock some people by saying it. It was John Cena. What? John Cena, the WWE wrestler, plays a guy called Peacemaker and he's fucking great. No. Him and Ildris Elba. Oh no, we like Ildris. Play off each other so well. Okay. Sylvester Stallone. Um, I haven't seen this movie, so I'm amazed at all these people. I didn't know all these people were in it. Oh, they're so... They're, see the, the, is it like The Expendables? <laughs> basically, honestly, like you'd be very surprised. Uh, Taka Wahiri's in it. Uh, James Gunn's brother's in it. Mickey Rourke's in it. Um, the Wrestler? Yeah, John Cena is... No, The Wrestler, Mickey Oh, Rourke. yeah, The Wrestler, Mickey Rourke, yes. <laughs> Which Wrestler? <laughs> Which wrestler? So there is a wrestler in it as well. Uh, Pete Davidson's in it. Like, honestly, you're like, what the fuck? A wrestler and the wrestler. <laughs> Come on. And I think that uh, a lot of people will hopefully not sleep on this because it's, you know, I have heard that like people are getting spin offs because of this movie. Like, people right. are getting, like, uh, DC are doing their own sort of, like, Disney Plus. Or, like, Loki and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I can completely see why, because they okay. play off each other so well. I think James Gunn either knew his cast really well, mm-hmm. or he got lucky. And I don't think James Gunn got lucky. James I've, Gunn, I think, is... Yeah, I agree with the former. I agree with you. Hmm. Yeah. Um, he has that lightning in a bottle. Hmm. I think he sees the potential in having these characters that should be nobody's. People go like, go... He has that foresight. Yeah, he's like, people go, oh, this is so unrealistic. Why have Harley Quinn run against, you know, she does fucking nothing. She's not superhuman. I mean, she's smart as fuck. She's, you know. There's Batman. Yeah. World's greatest detective. Yeah. He doesn't have superpowers. Uh, Ildris Elba, though, plays a character, Bloodsport, who basically is Deadshot. Like, I mean, there's okay. no way about it, which is a shame because I felt like... Was he like a replacement, Yeah, he's a, well, a replacement of Will Smith. And if I'm... if the, I hope this movie does well. And do you know what? I hope it does so well. They go, see you, Will Smith, fuck off. You know? Oh, really? I want. I don't want Will Smith anywhere near this movie Aww. now. Because he was fucking shitting the first one as well. He was terrible. Yeah, but it's Will Smith. He's, love Will it was Smith. terrible. I love Will Smith, but no, stay away from comic book movies. You, he has to play... A good guy, he cannot do a bad guy. End end of story. Anytime he tries to play a bad guy, it sucks. And it's But Wild Wild West. <laughs> but Wild Wild West. But Men in Black. But he wasn't bad guys in but Wild. Will 2K. <laughs> Willenium. Ha ha Say what? Ha ha. Oh what? Ha <laughs> ha. See? <laughs> but on the other side of the coin, haha, mm-hmm. Space Jam: A New Legacy. Mm-hmm. Okay, You're making that okay. face. You pro- wait. So, I went to the. I went to see both these movies by myself because I don't. I like going to the cinema just to sit and watch movies. Mm-hmm. It's a good experience. I always feel like you know I'm really missed that during this pandemic. And of when course. it came up and came back open, I was like, do you know what? I like the trailer, the way Space Jam looked. I was like, this looks like it's going to be just going to be wacky, just like the first one. Mm-hmm. I can remember Hamish saying, oh, that looks shit. I'm not excited for it at all. He went and seen it and he was like, no, this is good. This is really good. Okay. In the first 10 minutes of this movie, I was like, oh, no. Okay. LeBron James mm-hmm. 
can act. Not well, but he can act. He's got comedic- Michael Jordan couldn't act very well. Yeah, so this this is this is where I'm gonna get draw a parallel or a, a comparison between them. Right. LeBron James can't act well. Michael Jordan's can't Michael Jordan can't act well. Michael Jordan was basically playing a blank character and every man, what's going on here? What's going on? Who's this? This guy? What's this? LeBron James is an ass. You're a cartoon character. You're not real. I see you on my TV. What's going on? Mm -hmm. You need me to do this? That's bizarre. LeBron James is a fucking asshole in this movie. Okay. Pushing your son, you need to play basketball because that's what I was told to do when I was wee. So you're doing that. There's no character growth. I like to think that his dad was like just some angry Glaswegian who said exactly what you just said. So you need to do this. I've been doing this since I was wee, alright? So you're doing the same thing, alright? Since I was small, right? See when I was wee high. Skin man he's at the park, then they come into the lights came on. Fucking get it done. I I was running about doing papers when I was six in the coal mines and he went, What? Fuck off. There's a character played by Don Cheadle called Al G. Rhythm. Okay. Algorithm. Okay. Is he the bad guy? He's the bad guy. Oh, shocker. Ah, right. Shocker. Who wants to take LeBron James's star power and make Warner Brothers streaming service the greatest service ever. So I was like, this is terrible. So take in mind, again, as I said, I was in the cinema by myself watching Mm -hmm. this movie. But I wasn't by myself. Obviously, I had other, there was other people around me. There was kids. There was adults. So you couldn't stand up and boo. So I couldn't stand up and boo. I couldn't stand up and just start throwing shit at the screen. You know, <laughs> you know that'd be very impolite of me. Oh, I can I'm, I'm see getting... you getting all listen. So like, I can see you getting so mad, and it makes me really, really upset. <laughs> so the reason why I'm getting a bit angry about this is because the potential was there. Yeah. For what they could have done, this movie has been in production for so long mm-hmm. that. The final script that they had for this makes no sense. When they were talking about like all the movies and stuff that they had for Warner Brothers, Space Jam showed up. And I was like, wait, so Space Jam doesn't exist before? Okay, so this is a soft reboot. Okay, no problem. And they get into the... Into they've the, redconned Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, they've done that. But then in the movie they go, they make a sort of cutaway joke. Hamish mentioned it before. It was basically... Yeah, yeah the fourth wall. Yeah. Wait, an NBA to rally a basketball. Yeah, where have I heard that, that before? Yeah. yeah. So they made that joke and I was like, oh, so they've made reference to it? So it did exist? Yeah, oh, that can be, be for the... I'm not yeah. trying to defend it, but that can be for the fans. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I'm, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give them that. The same people that saw Toy Story were the same people seen Toy Story 4. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's like... So yeah, I gave that one a pass. I gave that a wee bit of pass. You gave so a pass. So I gave it a, I gave it a pass. So the whole, the whole concept is Al, Al G. Rhythm came in and said... Hey guys, from Toontown, they go, hey guys, you guys are better off in other places because Toontown sucks ass. And Bugs is left by himself. So when LeBron comes in, he's like, hey man, I'm trying to make a basketball team because my son made a game and now I've got to play the game to get him back. And Bugs is like, okay, let's get uh, some basketball team. There's one part that I'd liked where he was, uh, LeBron's like, okay, we're going to get like, uh, we'll get Superman from DC. Uh, and we'll get uh, Iron Giant in defence, and finally he can meet his hero. Love and I was like, Iron Giant. "Oh, that's cute." I was like, "Oh, because no, it's a reference, Superman." I was like, "Ah, okay." It's a niche, like a, like according to a lot of you know. 
It's a good Inter- movie. Internet. No, listen, it is. I'm not denying that. Going to a lot of internet um, polls, it was an underrated movie. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Okay. But that's sad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that reference. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this is where it started losing me. They go to DC World uh-huh. to go and get Superman, mm-hmm. and they end up meeting Daffy Duck and Porty Pig. And they go, okay, we'll recruit them. Please tell me they also meet Peppy Le Pew. Nope. Peppy's not in this. What? Nope. No Peppy. But he's the best. He's not. He, he's no longer the best. He's not allowed to be in the movie. Why? He's got to be six feet away from all... Why? <laughs> he's got to be six feet away from all basketballs. Why? <laughs> so... Viva LeBron! <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Oh, Peppa Lee Pew's the best. Yeah, no, well, I like it. Who's best? He's my favorite. Who's your favorite Looney Tunes character? Who's my favorite? Yeah, mine's Wiley um, and Sylvester. I like. I'm. I'm a villains girl. So. I do like Sylvester. I do like uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Oh yeah, he's good. I do like Bugs, and I do like uh, Yosemite Sam. Do you know one of my favourite scenes of Space Jam, the original, mm-hmm. was when you look at the sub bench where like they're all injured. <laughs> Who's got the iron lung again? Somebody <laughs> has an iron lung. Was That's it Elmer Fudd? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was bizarre. So it's, it's so, and Wiley just has a little sign that says, yikes. yikes. Yeah. <laughs> but that was because there was no, I, I don't know, even as a kid I found that funny. Yeah. Because it was like the funeral march song playing over the top. <laughs> Do, do, do. Yeah, yeah, it was like those extremes. But that's see when you're a kid, like those extremes, like you know, super good and super, you know, shit. You know, that's yeah, that's part of it. Okay, yeah. Was this film not as polarizing as that? No. Was it quite safe? It was dull. It's a wacky no. film. Shouldn't shouldn't be dull or safe. It was dull. Fuck. So, like this is like so the build up for this where they were recruiting everybody, mm-hmm. basically. LeBron was wanting all these characters, but he ended up just getting the Looney Tunes, and he was like, that's not what I'm looking for. It's obviously because Bugs was wanting to get his pals back. That's he wanted it. Warner Brother, but they gave him Looney Tunes. Yeah, but no, but no, it's because Bugs was just basically, I just want my pals back. Aww. And the that's problem, so Bugs. But the problem is that they could have done something with that, and they'd done nothing with it. Right. And I seen that right away and went, well, obviously, they're going to be like, well, Bugs, you're the reason why we left because you kept trying to get everyone to stay here. Mm-hmm. Is your reason? This is the reason why everyone went to Game of Thrones or, oh, this is, oh my God, right. So the first the first reference that they make, I think it's Wiley Coyote and uh, Roadrunner together and they're in Mad Max. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. And it's like, you see uh, Wiley like spraying his mouth and having like the silver. I'm like, okay, that's funny. That's good. But I'd seen that in the trailer. So I was like, I was oh. expecting that. Ricky Morty are in it. Right. And they drop off the Tasmanian Devil and then they go away. And then I'm like, okay, that makes no sense. And then comes the montage of what IPs do we have that we can throw them, random Looney Tune characters into. How old do you think Austin Powers is? Shagadelic, baby, yeah. Um, wait... 19... No, 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 The fact that you're mentioning that means that he's referenced in the movie. 1998. Yes. Was? Um, Spy Shag Me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
they replace Mini Me with Elmer Fudd. Right. And that's the joke. Sylvester's what? the cat who's been shaving. But that's but okay. But okay, so that no, moment. No, 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 no. So, hold so, on, so hold that's on. so that's a, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I get that they're pandering to the audience that we are. But this is also meant to is this not also meant to encompass a new audience? That's what Toy Story 3 did. Mm-hmm. Like those kids don't know who Austin Powers is. And Do, therefore don't know who, who Minnie Me is. It takes right? Yeah. And it takes about an hour to get to this basketball game. Okay. And all the references that they made, mm-hmm. apart from Mad Max, mm-hmm. were from movies that were over 20 years old. Okay. Mad Max was 2010. Warner Brothers has Harry Potter, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. The Matrix, mm-hmm. Casablanca, a bunch of things that they could have used a lot a lot better. A Lord Game of Thrones not locked with um New Line. Hmm? New Line Cinema. Is... Lord of the Rings not locked with that. No. Okay. It's um because I think they bought the rights from Tolkien like years ago, like decades ago for uh, Peter Jackson to do it. But the the point is for that that they had all this content and they could have done so much with Harry Potter, especially. They had one bit of it where it was just LeBron going, Oh, we go to Harry Potter World. It cuts to him wearing a robe going oh do you know why they haven't done that is it because of jk yeah that's totally why but then that's totally why but that's the offer not the fucking story oh my god anyway no no, no oh. because because this this movie's clearly pandering to like the modern audience that have grown up in the modern world and like you know come from like what was it 1997 space jam was released 96 97 i'm gonna guess hmm. oh google it for me 97 97. 97. 97. Yeah. Final offer? 97. Come on, Slam. And welcome to... The Jam. Oh, it keeps coming up with Space Jam. 96. Oh! Fuck! Okay, it was a year off. Yeah. Sue me. It was a year off. It was released in 97 in the UK. So well, I can okay. give you that. No, 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 I'll give you give that. that. I'll give me you that. that. Absolutely give I will, me that. I will give you that. So, anyway. I'm in the UK. That's what I would have seen it. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so anyway. So, all this all this potential that they had in the for a whole hour, they kind of wasted it. Do you know the worst thing about it, though, was none of the jokes landed. Right. I was in a cinema with a bunch of kids and a bunch of adults, mm-hmm. and I could not hear anyone laugh. Okay. Who laughs in the cinema? I laugh. Okay. I laugh. I, I go. You laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that was more frustrating is it just felt like they were just throwing things at the wall, hoping something would stick. Right. And you know what? They deserve all the rating, the shit ratings they get because this movie was rotten. This I'm not. Movie. I'm not defending this movie. I think I'm just def- what I'm defending. I will completely admit I'm defending the legacy of Space Jam. UK release. 97. That's what I'm yeah. defending. I'm not defending anything that comes after that. I'm but, just glad that Pepe Le Pew, man. He was great. He was great. And I can't believe he's not in it. And they got rid of Lola's tits. Well, see, the whole thing with Lola as well. They replaced Lola's... Uh, they re- like, Lola doesn't actually do anything. Lola has no she relationship with Bugs. She was part 
of the original movie because she kind of bonds the team together. Yeah, she's know? a good basketball player. Yeah. She's a great basketball player. Yeah, she's she's the best yeah. basketball player. That's what makes her great. In the, yeah, in, and in the looks movie. can be deceiving. She Yes, she may be pretty to all these guys, but my God, she can fucking kick your ass at the game. That's why they wanted to the call. She can dunk. She can dunk. She can dunk. But I think they kind of forgot that. They went, no, people are over-sexualised now. Let's, let's not do that. And it's like, well, see you doing that, it's kind of, you've kind of made it worse. That was a bit of a Twitter, like, I'm not on Twitter anymore ever since 2020, the the dumpster fire that was 2020. But I remember some people saying on Twitter that why can a woman be athletic and not feminine. Hmm. And that was a big argument that I was seeing. It's like, you know, she's obviously, she's hyper. She is, let's be honest, she was hyper feminine in the first movie. Yeah. That's great. You know, whatever. Like, whatever you want to do with that, you do with that. But to take that away and detract from her character, it's like, why can't a woman be hyper feminine? You know, like, what is it you say? Like, A and... What is it you said earlier? No. TNA. 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 Yeah. TNA and athletic. And it's like the media or whoever is going, no, you can have one and one only. Yeah. That is not fair. I don't think, I, yeah, it's, I don't I agree don't think that. that's fair, no. do you? No, of course not. Why Why would, like, how, because, like, how can you just be like, I don't agree with that, therefore I'm just going to make noise until it gets taken away. Yeah. Because I feel insecure about an animated character who's made of pixels or cartoon. Yeah. That's it. What, what, she's not allowed to have those uh, qualities because you feel like she's getting over sexual. It's a goddamn cartoon. Who cares? <clears throat> it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the problem lies a lot with that sort of aspect of lore. But I think there, I think, I, I have to say, I think there is a representation with cartoons. Mm. Like, cartoons are a representation of what's going on in real life, you know, like, okay, put it like an example, Tom and Jerry in the sixties, smoking was cool back then, so they smoked, and now they can, and now there's yeah, Jerry can't pay for his nicotine stuff. Now. He yeah, can't no, and there's been this mad reduction, and now you know he has to look elsewhere to fund that, which is so sad. Yeah. However, um, it's this whole. I get people move with the times. I understand that, but some things do stick, and I think. Yeah, I think choosing one or the other, it doesn't need to be that way. No. Especially when the world is so pro-choice with everything these yeah. days. Um, and, yeah. I would say, like, if it was, if you're going to see any movie at the cinema currently at the moment, just go and see Suicide Squad or Free, Ma- Free Guy or anything else. Black Widow. Not- Black Widow. Black yeah. Widow's great. I yeah. loved that. That was great. I enjoyed that way more than I thought I would. Yeah. It was a great yeah. movie. It was. It was. Yeah. I think Space Jam had no idea what it wanted to be. Okay. Suicide Squad knew exactly what it wanted to be. So go and see that, Black Widow, or just anything else. So Angie, mm-hmm. do you want to jump into some news with me today? There'll be some quick news. It won't be a lot because not a lot has really happened apart from there's a few things we can talk about and get your thoughts of, but there's a few that I just want to quickly go through, if that's okay. <clears throat> boop, 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 boop. 
That is not the news. What's the news? It's do 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 do. That's pretty much what I said. It's completely. It's not. Stop it. One one is copyrighted music. Oh no. Oh no. Angie is now on the cider. I haven't even finished my wine. So, <laughs> for the record, yes, I had a filling come out yesterday, uh-huh. and it's made me really sensitive to alcohol. Oh. And it's great. Don't <laughs> it's give great. me that look. <laughs> well, look, I'm just looking like Disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, how, how dare it's not disappointment. Would you like to know some stuff that happened in the world of gaming? <sighs> I guess. I guess, yeah. Guess? Okay, go for it. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, people are boycotting it at the moment. Because Why? they are planning to take away the pandemic changes that they yeah, made. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm... God, I am exposing myself. But I'm on a Reddit group where that has been really um, highlighted the past few days. What is your take on it? Keep. Keep it. Keep the changes that they've made. Do you think it's fair to keep it in uh, countries that don't have these restrictions any longer, like i.e., like ourselves? Or... But it's affecting the world, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's fair to discriminate. Yeah, discriminate. I'm gonna use that word. Discriminate. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> just, just you said the word. Went, yeah, that's the word. I'm yeah. gonna use that word. Sorry. Because why? Like COVID has affected everybody. Yes. Hmm. So. Why discriminate? (laughs) (laughs) Was that? Oh no. So why discriminate against countries that are doing better than others? Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem fair to me. No, no. That shouldn't be in in okay in a game environment. That shouldn't be a reward system. Like, hey, my country's doing better than yours, so we've reduced our limits. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? You still have them, huh? But I, mean, I don't think that's the case. Like, ah, we can go outside. What is the case then? Well, Niantic. I think it's more. I think it's more that people are still not feeling comfortable enough to go out to do, like you know, to do the walks and stuff. Or, I mean, as selfish as this sounds, that like they've become accustomed to where their stops are now. They've got used to where they might need not needed to walk as far, or those places that they could go to to get those. But that's stops. the thing. I think if if people don't feel safe enough, then. As a game that they've been playing that has accommodated that, they mm-hmm. should continue to accommodate that. Yeah. Or I feel. Maybe give the option. Like, you know, no, because... No, I don't think... Because people will just take the... If they feel accommodated or not, they will still take the option to have mm-hmm. further radiuses for things like Pokestops or gems or whatever. Because it's about the bonuses and that as well. That's the fact that a lot of people are angry at because it was... You know, we're making more... You were getting more like sort of loot from stops. You were getting your remote passes and stuff that now mm-hmm. are costing them a premium. So it's a case of like, are they just going? Ah, well, we're going to charge you for that now and make more and make as much money as we can now. I mean, they are a business at the end of the day. Yeah, but they have a fan base at the end of the day that they need to keep happy too. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, it's bizarre. It's um, I'm not how do you sure. feel about it? You know, it doesn't really, it doesn't really affect me. I would say, you know, I do enjoy playing Pokemon Go, but the problem is that I've not. I I go on it and off it like every so often. I don't like religiously play it. I 
used to be like when it first came out, I loved it, you know. Um, then I dropped off it, and then I when I discovered a few people in uh, my job started playing it. I played it. I was like, oh my god, let's start playing it again. Do you remember when we we first met and we both figured out that we played Pokemon Go? Yeah, remember that moment? Because I was like, what gym are you in? <laughs> And I was like, Valor. And I was like, that's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's true. And I can remember uh, Greeny like, uh, switching teams. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he switched teams for his, his, his well, his fiance not, now, but still. Because that's boo. the whole bros before hoes thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was very, that was, that was funny. But, Again, I kind of dropped in and out of it. I used it a lot when I was in Japan. I really enjoyed using it when I was just seat. I think it was more just to capture uh, stops and, you know, mentos yeah. and stuff. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, when you grab stuff like that, that stays on your account. So you'd be like, oh, I remember when I hit the mm-hmm. the the Tokyo stop there, the, the Pokemon store itself and the Pokemon cafe. It was like, you know, people can't be like, oh... Prove that you were there at that time and went, hey, I've got a Pokemon stop to tell us. You know, I was fucking What there. do we have in Glasgow? Tokyo toys. <laughs> Tokyo, Tokyo <laughs> toys in the blue uh, police box. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, again, it's rightly criticised for some aspects of it, but to be fair, it's the it's the, it's the crowds that are suffering, the ones with this restri- these restrictions that are just going to take away without any hint of like help. That's where it's going to be having a lot of an effect, so... I do hope like they have a wee bit of a workaround from it. Go but, on Niantic, look at the Reddit, yeah. listen to your fans. Um, the next bit of news I've got here as well, that there was a live stream brought up for an update for Resident Evil Village. Village? Village. Um, and it's DLC that's uh, confirmed that it's in production by popular demand. It's probably going to focus on... Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu. Demetrescu. She is uh, a fan favorite, as everyone you know. There's Good two. Doy. There's two reasons why. Good doy. There's two reasons why. Um, two big reasons why. <laughs> Equal sized reasons why. <laughs> Equally balanced. <laughs> um, but there's also that they are now releasing the delayed Resident Evil Reverse multiplayer that they've been planning to do for ages, which is the Dead by Daylight version mm-hmm. of Resident Evil. Which makes no sense because we've already released Nemesis and Leon Kennedy to Dead by Daylight. It makes no sense. Really makes no sense. Nintendo is killing off Doctor Mario World after two years. So this is a big one. I um, this is the reason why I brought this, and it's more because Nintendo have been becoming a bit more selfish with their mobile games. They are being very kid friendly towards monetization, which I'm not a fan of. And the reason why I'm not happy at this is because they are just now shutting down these services. So if you put a lot of money into this and they turn around and go, oh, by the way, we're not going to play this game anymore. We're not going to fund it. The game gets taken away. You can't play it anymore. I am... Um, basically, what stops it from doing it from any other of these free play games? They're just going to stop working. And then you've spent all this money on the game and you've got nothing to show for it. So, but isn't isn't that the point? of games coming to mobile is the whole pay-to-play thing. They're supposed to be free-to-play, I would say. Like, you're supposed to have, like, these sort of ones. But they have the option to pay-to-play. They have, yeah. But the problem is that you don't get to keep the game. You just rent the game. Compare that to Xbox Pass. 
Xbox Game Pass, um, so you can get a discounted. You're bit. renting those games essentially. Yeah, we you're found right. that out very recently, actually. Yeah, well, we were trying. You thought to... The Witcher Three was part of your library, but it had been taken off Game Pass. Yeah, because I thought it was part of Gold. That yeah. was the reason why. Because if you have a Gold account and you download any of the Gold games you put up, you get to keep that game regardless for mm-hmm. it as long as your Gold account is active. But that didn't. That wasn't the case. That was not the case, no. Xbox Game Pass, uh, but then they have the right to turn around and do that at any time. They can say that to you, by the way, This is these games are coming off. I did that for The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it, and I'm sure it's just came off a of Game Pass and not noticed. Okay. And it's not from a case like, you know, if I was playing that, I mean, you know, because the discount you got for it was probably a special discount you got because of got Game Pass. Because okay. beforehand, I think it was a case of you would probably need to pay 12 But it was something. still, like... It had a shelf life. It expired in yes. so many days. Yes, but then the but the thing is, they gave you an option to buy it. That's where it's. That's well, where you the just so happened to buy it in that time frame. Yeah, but you still have the option to buy it and keep it. Where this game is a case of nah, it's gone. Okay. That's where the worry is. It's like you, you, but you spent all How this money. How do you distinguish an Xbox Game Pass sale from a regular sale? Um, just from discounts, I guess. Like, if it comes out, like, I bought Tony Hawk's 1 and 2 when it first came out, uh, right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was £50, right. like it was. And you got the first and second game remastered. If I had bought it on Game Pass, by the time it came out on Game Pass, it had been about a year and a bit. Mm-hmm. So the price had went down. And then when I bought it, it would probably give me an extra £5 off. So it'd be about £15, £20. Okay. That's how they generally. That's how it generally works, on that sort of system. So when you go on the Game Pass, it's not unless <clears throat> unless it's Microsoft Direct saying this is exclusive to Game Pass Day One. Uh, Gears Five did that. The new Halo Infinite will be doing that. They'll come exclusively for Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, oh, you've paid for a subscription, you get this brand new game for free. Mm-hmm. If you want to keep it, you'll have to buy it. Yeah. And again, a lot of people, you know, they can kick and you know, make a big fuss about it, but if you really like a game and you want to support the company, you'd probably buy it. You probably would. Here we go. Hugh's going to love this. Hi, Hugh. So, news for Hugh. Uh, Manchester United will be renamed Manchester UFC from Football Manager 2020, 2022 from onwards because of a trademark thing. This just goes to show that Man U are the worst club in the Premier League. Absolutely terrible club. So yeah, uh, copyright issues with Manchester United because they want to make as much money as they can. Tom. Yes. Tom. Yes. How did his brother make it in the air? He came through that uh, big hole in the wall that you made, see when you first came into the podcast. Why? I don't know why he did it. Like He's just like moved his way out where all the, the glass bottles, empty bottles that you left behind oh. as well. But I remember Paige has brushed it all up. That makes sense. Yeah. But he'll be leaving now. Watch him. Right, there he always goes off in his uh, his jetpack. How do you get one of them? Hey there, blimpy boy, flying through the sky so fancy free. <laughs> so that's all the news that I've really got. Um, Nothing about Blizzard or Activision. Well, we could talk about that. On you go. <clears throat> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's because it's, <clears throat> it's because it's an ongoing thing as well. And a couple of the statements are pretty dark as well. So the whole thing, uh, the, 
the state of California have actually put a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard due to discrimination and harassment against women in the workplace. Uh, 2,000 people have came up to sign a petition just to say that it was like a boys' club. It's a very... 2,000 people or 2,000 women? 2,000 people. I've said it's a very, like, the demand... It's like a... It's a very toxic environment. There's, like, all these things that have came out, like, they were publicly saying. Uh, they've got evidence. They've got... It's like a bro culture. They say a lot of the guys that are higher up there are just sitting playing... They're playing Call of Duty, not doing work and giving it to, like, underpaid staff. Um, harassing women. It got to one point where someone had been on a business trip with a, a female member of staff, uh, took pictures of her, spent it around the the whole company, and the lassie ended up killing herself over what it. What the fuck? Yeah, this is why I'm saying it's quite a. Wait, 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 wait. What kind of pictures? Pictures of her naked and. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. So yeah, and she killed herself after Fuck. it, and it's like yeah. So again, it's not one of these ones. It's like you again. It's all subjective. It's all quite, you know. Obviously, Activision Blizzard are denying everything about it, saying this is all. It's a very eh, whatever. They're not really focusing too much on it. They're hoping it's going to go away because this is what happened with uh, the whole uh, free Hong Kong thing happened before with the guys that were playing Hearthstone. They thought if they could just ignore the problem, it would go away. But this mm-hmm. is a lot more serious because it's a state that's came after them. Yeah. With like lawsuits and a- a- action, uh, high action lawsuits and high action lawsuits, uh, class action lawsuits, saying that, you know, it's uh, the human resources are reporting just to say that it's like a, you know, it's a tough, toxic environment and people are making, you're doing all these layoffs and Bobby Cortex is like, an abs- you know, he's a billionaire making all this money from doing jack shit. So. Um, they're obviously coming out and defending, saying it's like, oh no, we've not done anything like that. But uh, the the president, um, Brack, is leaving the company to proceed uh, other opportunities. He's the most famous guy that came out. Uh, he's most famously known as like the guy with long hair that came out of Blizzard Con, saying uh, we had a a crazy esports moment, i.e. the whole thing about Hong Kong, mm-hmm. um, and they basically the guys that won the Keystone, um. Event, they basically said free Hong Kong from the Chinese Chinese regime. Yeah. Uh, they got banned from Keystone. Yeah. Uh, Keystone, Heartstone. They got by uh, their money taken away for their winnings, and they were basically, you know, found out where they were, and the Chinese government wanted to know who they were. Blizzard didn't do anything about it. They sort of sat in their hands, and their company and everyone were very much like. Hey, you're not going to do anything against this. This against like freedom of speech. You're an, you know, you're American. You're supposed to be like, oh, we're not doing anything like ten cents owns us, so we're going to sit on our hands and not really say anything about this. So the, <clears throat> so he came out on a on the stage and went, we had a tough e esports moment, and for that we uh, we apologize. We didn't do it in the right way, mm-hmm. and people were like, okay, they apologize. It was like it was a kind of half-assed, yeah, non-apology apology. And expected everyone from to be okay with that. So with this sort of lawsuit where, you know, thousands of uh, complaints have went into it, it's a bro culture, someone's killed themselves over this situation and you can see the amount of crazy money that's went through the system. Yeah, California hopefully can maybe do something about it, but it's a developing story, but it's a very, very Let tough read. any developments come through on the next podcast. We will indeed, definitely. Like, uh, again, 
Activision Blizzard are just, just just evil sometimes. And again, it's you know when you have someone stepping down from a, a big role like that, they're not stepping down because they want to. There's something that's there. And Does Patcherson stand with Hong Kong? We stand for uh, alcohol. We stand for a lot of things. We stand for people having an opinion and should have that the right way of doing it. I would say myself, I don't know about the lads. I would say, oh, you know, if you have an opinion, you should be able to state, you know, no matter how ridiculous and stupid it is, or, you know, if it's something that other people don't want to hear, then, like, that's what you should have it because you should be, able, but you also should be able to be challenged by that because what's the point of, like, you know, echo chamber? having your own opinion fire back at you. This brings us back to the start of the podcast. It does indeed. There you go. Bringing it all around. So that's our, uh, our news done for this uh, for this podcast. Uh, is there anything else we'd like to talk about uh, this fair morn, Andrew? This fair morn? <laughs> I feel like enough shit has been talked about where I'm happy to wrap up. Yeah. Um... Maybe the segments that we plan on doing oh, next time. Yeah, you want to do that next time? I feel like we've run out of time. So there's one last thing that we can do then. Let me just let me just whip out the old oh. phone. Okay. <laughs> it's a phone. It's a phone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Um, we did get a question in. Ooh. Um, it is from our. Seems like our. Second biggest fan, uh, Mabel. Hi, Mabel. <laughs> so her question is, it's quite a long one. Uh, I haven't had a... She said to say, like, you know, I get a head start on this, but I decided not to read it to get, like, a bit of a heads up for it. Okay, okay. So, Mabel, this is just coming, uh, you know, ad-libbed as well. So her question is, as we live in an era where technology and consoles can only advance, do you think we had survived in eras, say, the 1800s, where we'd had no video games, what would you have done to keep yourself entertained? I.e., if you didn't have video games or any sort of form of media, how would you keep yourself entertained? Angie, do you know how you would? Did you <clears throat> ever play poo sticks? Poo sticks? Yeah. No. So, you would stand on the side of a bridge with a friend, mm-hmm. and you each had a stick, uh-huh. and you would drop it into the river below uh-huh. you, and then you would run to the other side of the bridge, and whoever's stick came first won. That okay. was poo sticks. I am. I am, <laughs> I have never heard it called poo sticks. I thought it was. We... Um, a, I think it was A. A. Milne, like the Winnie the Pooh writer, hmm. that coined the phrase. I believe. Oh. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But okay. That's what I like. You know, that was one of the things that we did growing up. Do so you... I think going back to a simpler time and playing games. Hmm. I would think. That's what I would have done. Yeah, I'd think I'd just. Yes. Yeah. Checkers, mahjong, with the pigeons. Pigeon. <laughs> I would also think I would be more inclined to be playing music a lot more, having something like that. Yeah, you know. You. W- you would. <laughs> Jesus. You're so fucking talented. Oh. Stop. <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. What did you play in the playground when you weren't, when you didn't have access to video games on your mm. lunch break? Uh, football. Yeah. Uh-huh. Love playing football. Tunnel tech? 
Tunnel Tig, yep. Uh, British Bulldogs. Yep, British Bulldogs. Russian uh, Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spanish Bulldogs. Uh, we played Braveheart. What was Braveheart? Braveheart was an amazing game. So I remember in primary school. Every school had their own variation. So I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely intrigued. <laughs> okay, so our one was uh, at uh, my primary school. It was like a, sort of a steep part of a hill. Uh-huh. Wasn't wasn't like, you know, ridiculously steep. But you could hide and get some like, you know, cover. And what you would do is like, okay, you guys are the English. We're the Scots. Racist. So the Scots would run behind the hill. <clears throat> the Scots would run behind the hill, and the um, the aim of the game was is, was to tackle as many English foes as we could, and all it was is that you just ran over the top of the hill and you just shouted freedom. <laughs> <laughs> so you shout freedom, and you try to chase them and take them and try to run down. And yeah. what would happen is if uh, the, any of the English uh, that got tackled, they would have to join the Scots. Until there was like the last uh, one person remaining, and then they would be the king of Scotland, and they got wow. to choose who got to be the next le- helpers of Scotland, and they wow. would just do that. So that's what we called freedom. Okay. I remember that. That was so much. <laughs> it was so stupid. Because again, like, you know, because it escalated, and people wanted to fight with each other, and you know, you're like, no, no, it's supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be a laugh. It's like you know, freedom, but we tig, and then it became tackling, and then it became, you know, like, oh, right, beat up the English because we hate the English, and you're like, okay, right, no, no, that's a bit too far for a primary, a Catholic primary school, we're not doing that. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, you went to a Catholic, one of those. Yes, I did, <laughs> <laughs> one of those, how, how rude. What about yourself? Is there any other, like, uh, kids games that you remember playing, apart from Pooh Sticks? Oh, we, we had British Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Did you play that? I played that, yeah. Yeah. Did you play bumper cars? No. Well, you basically crossed. We your had arm. Russian bulldogs. What? What was Russian bulldogs? So British bulldogs was when you had to take somebody. Mm-hmm. Like. And they you would... had you had to run from one side of the playing yeah. field to the other. Yeah. And not get caught. Yeah. But if you were tagged, you were on the side that you were originally running from. Yeah. But it had to be like a tag, like a. You know, yeah. I hit you or I yeah. touched you or whatever. But Russian Bulldogs was like, you had to like trip them up. <laughs> oh. So it was like a more intense <laughs> version. Right, okay. I was like, what's the, what makes it Russian? Like, okay, this that means. makes it Russian. <laughs> we were 10. We yeah. were 10. We're having we were fun. 10. Like, happy to say I haven't played since. Yeah, <laughs> I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Angie, mm-hmm. what have you got planned for the next couple of weeks? Have you got anything exciting? Have you got anything that you're looking forward to? Not really. No? No. <laughs> Getting my tooth fixed. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is maybe we've got to be drunk tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, I'm. A bottle of wine deep. Yeah. And I've just started a slider and I ain't planning on stopping, so... Oh, no. Hi, Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> I am channeling you. <laughs> what about you, Dom? Is there anything that you're looking forward to this week? Uh, there's a few things I'm looking forward to. Um, new releases, obviously. Uh, Ryan Reynolds' new movie, Free Guys, coming out. I'm going to go and see that, hopefully, in the cinema this week. 
there's not much otherwise that could be talked about right now, I don't think, maybe. There might be a, a little video coming out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but again, I've got, I will have to wait and see to see what the idea, if the idea is going to float out, I float about with it, um, with the boys. Uh, obviously, we're going to be streaming. Well, I know I'll be streaming. Um, what will you be streaming? So it's it's up to it's up to the the lovely folks on our Instagram page at Patches in uh, Official. You'll see like there'll be a wee poll. If anyone wants to can see me continue playing Spider Man Remastered uh, to do all the DLC that I never got to do the first time round, uh-huh. uh, there's one there. Or I'll play a brand new game, um, okay. which I won't let anyone know until. Um, the time will come, but if I'm you going to play Spider Man, if I'm going to be playing more Spider Man, I'll just play, okay, I'll play it after that, and uh, it'll be a series of games as well, kind of in the same vein as Spider Man, but a bit darker. So we'll see what happens. So uh, that's looking forward to that. I'm sure. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Hey, no one can stop me saying that. A lot of fun. So that wraps up this episode of the Patches and Podcast. Uh, that's a goodbye from Angie. Bye, guys. And that's a goodbye from me, Dom. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Or evening. Or I don't. Someone give me a hell yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> 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 You always wanted to do that, didn't you? <laughs>